Where do bad things come from? Jesus taught us that there is destroyer on this earth, but Jesus came that we might have life and that more abundantly. Can we learn more about this controversy by studying Job? Join Eddie Armstrong and me, Charlie Hayes, in our in-depth discussion as we seek our answers from Scripture. Ended last session saying I wanted to speak about Job as he played Hamlet. Ah, Job, Shakespeare. And Shakespeare. Shakespeare has some mighty words from mm -hmm. time to time. And in this case, it is, I'm thinking particularly of the great Hamlet scene where he says, to be or not to be, that is the question. In that speech, he goes on to say, to die, to sleep, to sleep, perhaps to dream. Ah, there's a rub. For in this sleep of death, what dreams come? Hamlet is actually thinking about resting in sleep, dying, but he's afraid of what might happen to him after death as far as life after death. Will it be good or bad? And he's not sure. Now, we can be sure ourselves. There's a waiting period until his change comes. Now, what kind of change is he talking about? Paul echoes what Job is saying in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 51 to 53. We shall not all sleep. And Jesus all compared death to a sleep. We'll get to that later. And But it says, but we shall all be changed. Now, that's interesting. What, what do you mean changed? And Paul says it would be in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. So our change is going to be very quick, very fast, at the last trumpet when Jesus comes. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible. That means not subject to uh, actually decay. And we shall be changed into non-corruptible flesh. For this cor corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must be put on immortality. What do you think about those thoughts of Paul as compared to Job's? What you just read that passage in 1 Corinthians 15, 51 mm -hmm. and 53, and I think this is a wonderful passage that we should all commit to memory. In Job 19, 14, he asked a very similar question. He asked this eternal question. He says, if a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my hard service, I will wait till my change come. So his misery, if you will, his trial, we've said a couple of times, is pushing him actually more toward God and also making him ask the eternal questions about uh, himself. Shall I live again? Now that's, that's the question everybody's asked from uh, the beginning of time to the end. The great thing is we can get our answers from Scripture. Sorry to use that phrase, but that's exactly what we see. It's interesting that Job's asking this question, and yet at the same time, he knows that... It turns out later on, we'll see Martha understands this when Jesus is, is talking to her. A, a telling point, because it tells me that this mortal, which means our current life uh, is mortal, and by mortal, that means we are subject death. to death. God promises for his who are in him to change them from mortal to immortality. 
And that change is also the same thing we change from being corruptible, which means subject to illness, sin, death, to being sub not subject to those anymore. God will change us so our bent is no longer towards sin and our health is, you know, always there. Our, we would not be subject to all the ills that the sinful earth has brought yeah. to us. I think this is a, a great promise. And, of course, this is the whole goal of bringing God's back, people back to him. This is why that Bible that you read every day is there. Uh, is because God wants us to be able to live with him forever. And to do that, we need to be changed to being incorruptible, yeah. to be sinless, to be um, immortal. But we're not there exactly. yet. Exactly. Uh, this is an important point that's often overlooked in many mainline churches. Uh, you go to a funeral and you'll hear words like, well, he's no longer feeling pain. He's up there with Peter and they're playing cards or something. But the Bible tells us, as you know, Job and Paul and Jesus, that we're to wait for our change to come. And Paul mentions that it's at the last trumpet. And then if we go over to 1 Thessalonians, we can see that Paul, again, brings up this idea of the change and the resurrection. And he describes it very clear. It says, for the Lord himself, that's Jesus, is going to descend from heaven with a shout, it's that last trumpet and shout with the voice of the archangel, the trumpet of God. There's that trumpet again. And the dead in Christ will rise first. That's those that have been, that died knowing Jesus. They're going to rise first. Then we who are alive and remain, we're going to be caught up in the air to meet them with the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. That's what a lot of people refer to as the, rapture but notice it is not silent <laughs> there's trumpets and archangels and voices and everything and here's what's important and thus shall we always be with the lord so when that happens that's when eternity starts that's when the change happens to us when the corruptible puts on incorruption and when the mortal puts on the immortality when you read that passage in first thessalonians 4 yeah. Uh, talking about the great reunion day, I just wanted to say hallelujah, but I didn't interrupt you. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, should all, we should all be going hallelujah. This is the time we our eyes are raised up. This is what we're looking for. We're looking for Jesus to return, and we're looking for that to accompany all these wonderful things. The dead in Christ, your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, whoever it is, your son, your daughter. Whoever it is that you love so much who has died and they're in Christ, Jesus says they will rise first. If you're here when Jesus returns, you'll look up and you'll see him coming. Amen. You'll see the dead in Christ. Amen. And the next thing you know, you're going to be changed to being incorruptible. And I don't know how that feels. I can't wait yes. to see what that is like. And, and then we'll be called up with our dead relatives who are now incorruptible and in, you know, for eternity and we'll be there with them and we'll sing praises to God yeah. <laughs> together. Eddie, this is the start of forever. I mean, I love the picture you're painting there. Something that occurs to me, there's not people going to heaven ahead of us. 
there we are all going to go at the same time those that were dead in christ and those that are alive what a reunion day that's going to be uh, i've seen an artist painting of that where little children are being returned to their mother uh, and father and son are hugging each other as the return of christ is right there in the air we're all going up to meet him what a beautiful sight we don't have to worry about our loved ones suffering yes by watching how miserable we are on this earth yeah you know if, if we if our loved ones were looking down upon some of us they would be their hearts would be aching watching what was happening to us yes. but in their perception of things they will have closed their eyes in sleep as it's referred to by jesus and job and paul and they're opening their eyes to the resurrection and as we are all meeting him and you're right for them the doesn't matter if it was one year or five thousand years it's no time has passed now they're ready to come and meet with us and meet the lord in the air it's a beautiful a beautiful and well planned out strategy god has because it was planned out before the world was yeah i mean god's way is much better than the way that people try to comfort us at funeral at funerals i would well, think of that verse it says the lord gives his beloved sleep and sleep is a very appropriate way of describing what death is like. i don't think he had any problem with saying that, that this is what it's like for those who are asleep they they rest it says rest in jesus right we're resting in jesus yes. uh if you look a lot of the old tombstones they'll say awaiting that day yeah and when i think about my mother and I know how you think about your mother. You know, we are awaiting that day that we will see them again. That's what gives us hope. Yeah. Next time, I want to give you a little personal testimony on this, and uh, we'll continue talking about Job's experience and waiting for his change to come. Thank you for joining us. For more information, go to AnswersFromScriptureOnline.com. That's AnswersFromScriptureOnline.com. In addition, we offer a personal Bible study at our Discover Bible School page at BibleSchools.com slash 1514. That's BibleSchools.com slash 1514. In addition, we support a Daniel and Revelation seminar on YouTube. Subscribe at the link in this episode description. Contact us directly at AFSEpisodes at gmail.com. That's AFSEpisodes at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for joining us as we seek our answers from Scripture.